this week I interview Shireen Arbaji, and Shireen was the manager on duty and uh, had to deal with a difficult situation. And I am I want to make sure that you understand she's not making light of the situation. She's just sharing what she had to go through and what a lot of us in the hotel industry go through when we're faced with these challenging situations. And she stepped up to the plate and she took care of the hotel's best interest. And although it was uncomfortable and it's I'm sure not what she had planned on doing that day when she woke up for work, but she did take care of it. And um, that's what makes her such a great employee. So we're sharing these stories so that you, our hotel community might find some uh, opportunity to relate to those stories or might be able to laugh along with us as we um, experience these stories because you yourself have gone through something similar. So thank you to Shireen for sharing these stories, although they might be uncomfortable or they might be sensitive, they do help us relate with one another and know that we're all in this together. So here's Shireen's story. So welcome to Hotel Stories. This is our second episode. I have with me Shireen Arbaji and I, have known Shireen for so many years and I've been lucky to work with her twice. Um, once when we were, she was a front desk agent and I was a reservations agent. And then another time when we both worked um, at, in management. So um, she has great stories um, and she's a great storyteller. So you're really going to enjoy this episode. So um, Shireen, last hey. week, <laughs> hey, Welcome to the podcast. Um, this is Hotel Stories. I should probably say that. And um, I'm Tracy Amend. And uh, Shireen, um, so last week I was telling the story, um, and you probably haven't heard it yet because it just aired, but um, <laughs> I was telling the story about the guy that um, from the Heaven's Gate call at that hotel by the airport. And you were there at that time. I was asking you about it. So what do you remember from that? Uh my goodness, what do I remember? I remember that it was creepy and scary and just nothing that you would expect walking in to check people in at the front desk that there was going to be a body bag coming down the elevator um, because someone had decided that they were going to do some crazy stuff in their room and kill themselves while there are you know, a billion people at the hotel and um, watching this thing coming down the elevator in the atrium hotel uh, probably was the most surreal thing I had ever seen. It was- You were how old? I was um, 18 years old. Yeah, and I, I was too, thinking, it's crazy. Yeah, like what am I doing here? Are people <laughs> just, um, are, is something happening here? I mean, this is not what I signed up for. It's crazy. I was thinking about the housekeeper that you know, uh, <laughs> they did like a well check, you know, um, where, you know, a well check is, you know, when you haven't heard from a guest in, in several days. And um, so they did a well check and the housekeeper went in to go check. And I think about her, like, you know, she's probably making, you know, enough money to just barely survive and like take care of her family. And, and then she has to walk in on that. And um, so I was thinking about it. And, and if you, or a hotelier out there, and you are asked to do a well check, take a pause and think, what am I walking into? And is it something that I want to walk into? 
And am I prepared for it? Because if you're not, you have the freedom to say, no thanks, hard pass, and give it to somebody else to go do He's a well. out. He's exactly. out. Yeah. Well, this, wasn't it the one, that was the, the one that where they had those, everybody, um, something was happening like all around the country, right? And uh, I, I think with that Heaven's, Heaven's Gate, crazy cult, whatever it was, um, and they had like these Nike shoes on and um, it was some sort of, you know, uniformed cult where I don't, I, I just remember, I remember it being on the news and I remember also them like, didn't they, didn't they try to, they suffocated themselves or something with plastic bags and yes, kind of crazy stuff that was, you know, that they had to, to go through or do or something. Oh, I can't imagine walking in on that. Oh. That's I bet that housekeeper doesn't work in housekeeping anymore. I'm sure she's probably still traumatized. (laughs) Hopefully, or else what is going on in her life? Um, So the other, um, okay, so I want you to tell the story that uh, you mentioned to me about if you were working (laughs) the front desk, same hotel. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to tell this. So here I am at the front desk, just minding my business, checking people in and doing my thing, and all of a sudden, I hear all this screaming and just crazy people walking um, across the front desk in cloaks, like black cloaks and these objects, and we thought it was, you know, just a regular old Smurf group checking in (laughs) on a lovely Friday afternoon, and, um, you know, to do their gospel or whatever it is that they do in, in the ballroom and um well well one of our banquet um people uh walks in and they were getting ready to sacrifice a goat on the stage and they were chanting and doing all kinds of crazy stuff and lo and behold it was a satanist group so oh we God. had told them that they needed to wrap it up this is not a goat killing kind of place <laughs> This is not a, um, we don't, we don't kill goats. We don't eat them. We don't cook them. And uh, we definitely need you to exit the building. And I was like, what in the, I mean, seriously, here you are checking in people thinking like the church of, who knows, I'm 18 years old. What do I know? Yeah. You know the religion that you grew up with. I was just like, I mean, if it was like, you know, the church of Lucifer, you know, something, I probably would have flagged it as, okay, this might be kind of funky, kind of crazy, something might, you know, weird stuff might happen, but it was just like a regular, you know, church of, I don't even remember, it's such a long time. I wonder what was on the BEO, was it like, you know, Uh, they're like, uh, we're going to have dinner at seven, and then we need all banquets (laughs) to leave by eight, you know, I mean, do not enter, do not enter the ballroom after 6.30, um, please uh, refrain from uh, walking next to the doors. Uh, I mean, it literally like the banquet manager or server walked in and they were chanting and humming and oh, I, mean, I don't know what they do. And but the cloak, like literally them getting escorted out of the building oh in God. their clothes and staring at us like I was like, oh no, I will not be your sacrificed um, a child today. That's not going to have to check them out or were they just there like a bank? They, they weren't staying at the hotel. They were just like a banquet group. You know, I don't, I don't know. I, they were, they were actually, they, when they checked in, they were in regular, it was, it was a group. Like they oh were there. And, 
And they were just regular old people. Just oh like, how you doing? Here's your cookie. You know, um, you know, enjoy your stay. If you need anything, oh you know, don't dial Satan, dial the operator. Don't dial uh, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that, and they just walked out. They were in their gear. And I just remember my, my jaw dropped to the floor. I was like, this only happens in the movies. This is like, this is not here at, at my hotel. I mean, and, and that guy that booked it, was he like, hey guys, I uh, secured the, you know, hotel. I'm going to need a credit card. Like, that's crazy. Well, and you know, do you remember? Because like we had back doors, right? So like if they were, if they were to bring in that goat, nobody saw that goat coming in. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure technology was not where it, where it is today. I'm sure we didn't have any cameras at every door or anything like that that was advanced. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that goat just was thinking, hey, just having another regular day. Walked in <laughs> and was getting ready to get sacrificed for these people. <laughs> I bet they couldn't take that body bag down the same way they brought that goat in. Right? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that... I just, I just remember there was, do you remember like, I think there was total silence when that body bag was coming down though, because there was no other way to bring it down. Those There's were the no other way. We didn't have a service elevator. No, we didn't. We That's, didn't. And, and I, didn't, I wasn't there that day. I, I worked the next day when the mattress was there. So I had no clue what was going on. So when I walked in, I just saw this bloody mattress propped up and I was like, Oh, yeah. Like uh, like high pitched voice, like okay, yeah, <laughs> like back up slowly, reaching for the door with my hand, yeah. And then I, yeah, I came in and was like, "What's going on with the bloody mattress?" And like, people didn't, know, management didn't know because they didn't clock in and out. And and the EC team was like, "Let's just keep this on the down low." But oh, the, oh yeah, they forgot to put the mattress away. <laughs> well, it's um, I'm even surprised that you even decided to stay at work that day because I would be like, um, hello, um. I'm not feeling so good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm calling in sick today. <laughs> I, I would not, I just, it, it's, I mean, to see something like that and you're, and, and honestly, being at the front desk, you don't know who's going to walk in those doors. I mean, I always thought about that when I work late at night, like what if some psycho walks in and, you know, wants it because being, an, it was an airport property, you, you just, you don't know. And it's off the highway. Uh-huh. You didn't know if someone's going to just come in and, and as a matter of fact, I think we did have a couple of issues like that where the, the night, night crew, and I say night crew because I remember still being in college and I worked the, like the 3.30 to 11.30 shift. And I remember it that, you know, there were a couple of times after I left that people did come in and um, hold up the front desk to get cash. Are so, you kidding me? No, no, that happened actually a couple of times. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah, because it was, you know, easy access off the highway. They would just come in and then boom, just, you know, take off. And by the time the police got, I mean, there was just no way. Uh, I mean, they got away. So oh, so if you're listening to this, don't work at a hotel near the airport. And I don't know, that was really the craziest. I've worked in a lot of crazy hotels and I know you have too, but for some reason being close to the airport and on the highway, just some really just bad stuff happen. Yeah. That's just like an invitation for, for, you know, um, excitement. Let's put it that way. <laughs> excitement. And anytime I'm thinking back now, because I worked at another hotel that was out, uh, that was close to the other airport and it was on the highway and we had to take shifts like this. Okay. This is crazy. 
we as managers, so whatever management job you had, if you had management in your title, you had to take an hour shift where you just walked the parking lot to make sure that cars didn't get broken into. And I'm like, uh, you know, I have on my dress and my high heels and I'm walking the parking lot and I'm like, what am I going to do? I mean, I'm definitely running in the opposite direction. If anything, Throw your shoe at him. <laughs> yeah, it was. And now that I think back on that, I'm like, why didn't I just say no? You know, I have an option here of I'm not, I, I'm not going to do this. And I remember asking, why don't, why can't we put cameras on? And they said, if we turn the cameras on, then the hotel has a liability. But if we yeah. don't, then we don't. And well, you have a liability for my life, don't you? I mean, it was exactly. Thank you. I did not sign up to be security officer. Uh, I mean, really? No way. I did not okay. sign up to watch dead bodies coming down an elevator or a goat getting sacrificed for dinner or whatever it is. And, you know, it's- Okay, uh, here's another crazy choice. Okay. So you were saying you were a manager on duty and you were faced with a decision and- you did something you have to tell the story about when you were working at the boutique uh, hotel. Oh, at the boutique hotel. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Okay, so I worked at this boutique hotel <laughs> and I was manager on duty and um, we had some really cool um, weekend parties there and um, there was a DJ that was stationed right above um, the patio area so there was a, a little area on the roof and it was just like a three-floor hotel so it wasn't you know very high and uh, I get a call um hey Shereen um you might want to go check out the corner room and they gave me the room number um we're seeing some strobe lights coming out of there that you know look like maybe there's some filming going on or, you know, something going on in there. And I was like, oh boy, okay, great. Um, it was my first MOD um, shift and I asked security to join me on this venture. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> I was like, hey, I need some backup um, just in case. I'm really not sure what I'm getting myself into here. <laughs> I'm just going to be like a damsel in distress if, you know, there was, you know, something shady going on. And, um, yeah, we knock on the door and, um, there was a porn shoot happening in the, the suite uh -uh. and, uh, there was the, the star of the show sitting wow. on the bed and then she puts her robe on. She's like, Hey, like just having a conversation with me. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Um, my eyes are down on the floor. And I'm probably beet red like a tomato. There's like equipment everywhere, things that I had never seen before, um, all kinds of gadgets, cameraman, lights. And I said, yeah, you guys are going to have to take that somewhere else. And you're going to have to go ahead and delete all the photos on your camera and the footage on. And they're like, but it's really good. Do you want to see? And I was like, no. Mm, no. I'm gonna, I, I don't need to see, and this room and this environment does not need to be on camera. Um, we're not allowed to, and I was like, oh, am I done here? And I said, please, security officer, just handle this. And I just bolted and bolted out of that room and had to do a report and got a lot of, you know, smart remarks uh, on Monday about the report. And <laughs> I think it was like really amusing to me where I was completely mortified and that it was just like another normal day at the hotel, but it wasn't. So yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was interesting. And 
um, I had to burst their bubble and, you know, uh, not let a, not let a film air or wherever, you know, it was going to be. That so is so crazy. I think that there's like a theme there because <clears throat> in hotels, when I, uh, did I tell you about the time that I had to watch porn with the head of HR? What? No. Was it at that hotel? hotel. And, um, and oh. the head of HR was this sweet woman, like just couldn't, I mean, I'm sure she bakes pies and like, she was just the kindest person. <laughs> oh, and um, one of the bellmen had a girlfriend that he had paid um, for breast enhancement and, um, and was starting to get her into doing like, you know, those porns where like they call and say, hey, I want you to do this, I want you to do that. And yeah. so it was one of those, like, you know, whatever. Um, and so I mean, I don't know. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's not my, that's not my fetish. Um, so, um, so yeah, so she, so one of the bellmen came and said, Hey, I feel like I need to tell you this as the head of marketing that this is happening in the room. So what they were doing was waiting until somebody checked out and they had a vacant, dirty room. Um, but they hadn't turned it over to vacant, dirty, and they would, um, go up to the room and they would film. And um, they had a series of these films. And so I went to HR and said, hey, this, there's a situation. And, you know, because we are a corporate hotel, we can't really have that image out there because it might, you know, we might lose business over it. And so she said, okay, well, the first thing that she called corporate and they said, okay, the first thing you need to do is um, you need to watch the videos and identify if, if you can tell that it's our hotel. <laughs> And I go, what? No. And she's like, yeah. And I go, well, where are we going to do this? She's like, let's go to your office, which was like the size of a shoebox. So the HR director and myself are sitting in this tiny little office next to each other. And I pull up the computer. I go, are we really doing this? And then she said, um, you need to, you know, the thing came up where you had to pay. And I go, well, am I supposed to use my credit card? And she's like, yeah. And I go, so I'm going to use my credit card to watch porn with you. And she's oh. like, yeah. And I go, Am I going to get reimbursed? Like, is this going on an extensive <laughs> so I put it under? So, I, so we did. And the craziest thing, so I log in with her and we're watching this porn and my phone rings and I go, oh my gosh, it's, it's the company, the porn company. And she goes, well, answer it. So I answer it. It's the girl. And oh, she goes, no. I just saw your credit card go through and you're watching my video and what's wrong with you. This is only for men, not women. And I was like, I am not Whoa. at all prepared to deal with this. I said, um, so I turned to HR, like, what should I do? And she's like, just hang up the, f tell her she needs to stop, you know, filming and that, you know, that we'll take um, legal action should we need to, but that this is proprietary information, whatever. She can't do yeah. it. So I say yeah. all that. She starts cursing at me. So I hang up and I, I put in my expense report. And, and got realized, but it was the most awkward day. I'm like, why? I do not want to watch porn. And, and with this woman. That's insane. Okay, that's yeah. really insane. Was it under T&E Entertainment? <laughs> what, <laughs> what did I log it under? That's a good Client question. Entertainment? I don't know. <laughs> and I mean, I, like, it, it's crazy because, I mean, I never thought to say, you know what? I don't think I need to watch it. Maybe someone could, from corporate could watch it. But, um, but hey, maybe yeah, a great is, story odd to the core that's odd to the core i mean and even i mean speaking of just crazy stuff too and i remember one of our very dear friends who also was one of our gms um who 
happened to have asked me to come see like how he was going to bust something at the hotel. And we walked into, you know, some crazy setup that what they were about to start shooting another, an, another film too. And, and, you know, things that, again, things that I had never seen, things that I didn't really think I was going to see on a, you know, Monday morning, um, to start off my day with uh, my coffee in my hand and <laughs> just, all right, let's make some business. So, um, but it's, it, it's amazing. But what you're saying is sometimes we're not equipped, um, in this business to, um, be prepared, I guess, and not equipped, but be prepared for some of the things in this industry that we run into. But at the end of the day, it's just like, I feel like every day is almost like an adventure. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we, we happen to have that sort of, that, that personality and the, I don't know, the mindset that we're just, we're just gonna deal with it. You know, that's what we have to do. But it, we have to also be able to speak up and say, oh, no, this is not okay. I'm just not gonna, I'm not gonna do this. <laughs> you never think of it. I mean, uh, I never thought of it, but I also, I always felt like whenever there was a, a argument with a guest at the front desk, like I was called in and, and I was good at those. I like those because yeah. I like finding resolution to a difficult situation, but you know, not everybody does. So it's okay to say no, or it's okay to say, you know, I'm not sure this is the skill set that I have. Uh, but, uh, you know, because I feel, I feel bad for the people that work front desk and housekeeping because they see it all. Yes. They see it all. And it's, it's you know, anyhow. It's, um, well, yeah, and having to walk people. I mean, I remember my story when I was, when I was 18. Um, I, had, I had, you know, remember at, at the airport property too, you would oversell all the time or there was a storm and then people would get stranded at the airport and then they, they would, it, there would be a swarm of people coming in and, um, I remember having to walk someone to tell someone they were getting walked, and it honestly that's I was not a manager; I was just a front desk agent, and I was put in a position where I felt like, oh boy, I like to make people happy and you know welcome them. I don't like to make people mad, and I don't like confrontation and. Um, this man just laid into me and called me every name under the book. And I was like, oh, goodness. Okay. So I hand him the phone. This is back when people didn't, I, I mean, it was a long time ago. I don't even think we had cell phones. I, did we? I don't remember. Like not, not some, Yeah. And so he, I, I put the phone over the desk um, and say, you know, sir, you can, you may call a friend or, you know, call for some help. <laughs> just, you know. Um, and he grabs a like phone. He's You're like, you yeah, get one exactly. phone call. Exactly. You get one phone call, dial nine to get out. And um, <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so, and I'm trying to, you know, be all calm. And he's like already screaming at me. And um, so he's calling me every name, whoever he was talking to. He's like this. Mm-mm, and she doesn't know who I am. And he looks at me. He's like, do you know who I am? I was like, no, you're like Mr. Jones to me. But, and you don't have a room. So you got to go. And. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so, so he kept screaming and he was so mad. So then I went to, to grab the phone from him and take the receiver and he hits me on my hand. Are you kidding me? No, he slams the phone so hard on my hand and I was like, ow. And so, um, I don't know if we can say name, but do you remember our big, awesome security guard? He used to play for the Houston Oilers. He no. was a huge football player. Oh wait, um, you're talking uh, about at the boutique hotel? 
No, no, I'm talking about um, our first hotel. At the no, airport. I don't. Yeah, he was like six foot eight, I don't know, just big old guy. And he comes, I like him he, on my team. Yeah, he comes and he grabs the guy by the back of his shirt. He yes. He's like, you do not talk to her like that. So you do not treat her like this. Grabs the guy by the shirt and literally drags him across the, the lobby and throws him out out of the front doors and he's oh, like man. you are no longer welcome here like you gotta go and i was like yeah i'm at the desk like clapping Hooray. can you like today imagine seeing an 18 year old girl and how old is the guy 40s um he was yeah i mean he was yeah late 30s i mean and can you imagine old for sure yelling at an 18 year old and then hitting her with a phone yeah i That's mean insane that would not happen and and you know, I was I was mortified again. I was like, "What am I doing? I I have a marketing degree. Like, <laughs> I, speak, I speak three languages, and I'm getting beat by a phone. At you know, watching goats and Satanists walk across the lobby, and body bags coming down the elevator. And I, I got brains. I got skills. This is not what I signed up for. You know, this is crazy. Can I get a raise? Can I get a promotion? Can, can I get, get a promotion? Can I get a raise? Can I get a day off? What day? I don't know. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> and it's crazy. We keep going back for more and more. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's I like remember Gretchen and I were like, <laughs> we need to get a book about like abusive relationships because we just keep coming back for more. Exactly. You no, know, it is. It's, it's a love-hate relationship. I mean, and actually I can't even use the word hate. I love it. I love yeah, everything true. about the hotel industry, it's such a, I love Christmas time when it's decorated, wow. I love the people, I love that it's a home away from home, I love doing site tours and showing people around, it's just, I love the business. I remember that hotel, um, it had, like when you got off the elevator, there was this long hallway to get to the spa, and yeah. it was, there was oh. an investor, <laughs> yeah, there was an investor, and they're like, can you take this investor, it was a guy, um, to, uh, on a site tour, so, we get off and, um, and I'm showing him different rooms and I go over to show him the spa and we walk in the spa and it's a, t it, this was the tiny little spa before they renovated it. So it was like, there were two nail chairs, like to get your nails done that were like elevated and yeah. there was a husband and wife or I don't know, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. There was a guy and a girl that were together that were sitting in the chair and they both had those white robes on that come from the hotel. And we walk in and it's a tiny little room and the guy picks up his leg and like puts his ankle on his knee, like crosses his leg like that, but <laughs> opens up his robe. So we oh. see everything. And it's me and a guy I don't know that's an investor. And we're just staring at this guy's <laughs> junk. And I was, I, I must've turned beet red. I turn around and I was like, okay, well let's go look somewhere, you know, at some other rooms and stuff. And we start walking the long hallway back to, and I just remember going like, I have nothing to say to this man. I can't, I, like, I, I, it was the most awkward Will walk. You sign the contract? <laughs> I was like, yeah, so you want to invest? Yeah. I mean, it was, it, it, the, nothing prepares yeah. you for these situations. No, there are always some really special, special human. And, you know, and, we, and, and this place, and I don't know if we can say this or, but we had a lot of stars that stayed there. 
Mm-hmm. And I remember one specific star that had a bunch of girls in there. He was in one of the suites. And I remember the housekeeper coming to the back and she was like, I refuse, I refuse to clean a room when there's naked women running all over the place. And I just, you know, they have to leave the room until, and, and for me to clean it up. And I was like, uh, yeah, you, you know, we can, we can certainly ask um, that, you know, uh, they can request service when they're not in the room. Um, she was mortified and it was, it was a superstar. And I, I remember walking up, I don't know who the GM was at the time. And this rock star was actually singing. And I was like, I am so not going to bother him. <laughs> I mean, this is, <laughs> he's had his moment. He's living his oh, best day. That voice and who he is. And it's like, just let him, you know, just let's turn back around and just send a house, another housekeeper or something. <laughs> You're like, I'll go in. Give me, give me your, your. Yeah. I'll I'll go in there and jam with them and have some fun. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it is what it is. So just go with the moment, I guess. I don't know with him, with this, with this superstar. I don't know if we can say. Yeah. I remember we had a celebrity staying there and they came to the, um, one of the front desk agents came back and said, Hey, we need your help. Um, the celebrities, um, publicist is here and he has an interview and he won't wake up and they can't get in the room. And so we went in the room and he would not wake up. He, he was um, apparently like drinking and and taking NyQuil and was like really out of it. So he was like out of it, but also falling in and out of sleep. So he had an interview um, with the local station. And so, um, and it was a video interview. It was on TV. And so they, uh, we got him up. And um, you can see the video on TV now. And he, in the middle of the interview, fell asleep on the couch next to the host. It was, I mean, I showed everyone that video. I'm like, you have to see this guy fall asleep in the middle of the interview. And the the interview, he was like, hey, you know, celebrity. Hey, are you okay? Are you okay? (laughs) I'm sure the publicist was like, I quit. You know? (laughs) Crazy. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, you know, it's, and, and the greatest thing about this is that, that we remember all these things and we laugh about it. You know, it's, um, it, these are things that just made us grow. And, and like you said, like we go back for more and it's, um, it's such a, it's a, such a fun industry and, and you really have to love, love it all. I mean, you really have to love it all. You have to love people. You got to take the good and the bad and, you know, roll with the punches and, but, you know, also remember that you do have a voice and, you know, if things are not right and, and, you know, you can absolutely say, no, this is not okay. And there's got to be a different way to do this. So. Yeah. You sure. have a voice. That's such a good, good way, you know, to, um, to end this is you have a voice. There's going to be ups and downs. We yeah. all love this industry. There's a reason that we choose to work in an industry where one day, you know, we're celebrating, you know, successes for a sales team or a bride and groom getting married or some of the best things in life. And, and also dealing with these situations. And so, um, you know, it's, we're a special group of people, but you know, I think you're right. The biggest thing is if, <laughs> if you see something, say something, Call before you dig and, (laughs) and and feel free to say no, because there's always going to be somebody who has a different strength that can say, you know what, I'm okay seeing this, or I'm okay doing this. 
and I'm not okay doing this. I was really great at dealing with, you know, the guy with the walking people. I was really great at that. I liked that, but I could not be the person that saw the dead bodies. So, um, you know, so everybody's different, but, um, thank for you sure. so much for coming on the podcast. You're, oh, you. you're definitely coming back on. You have such great stories. You're a good storyteller too. I just love you. You know, you are, um, you've been such a, such a great friend, um, all these years. I mean, and, um, a mentor, I mean, you know, I, uh, look up to you. I think you're, you're just full of energy and full of life and, and smart. I love your, your intelligence. I, I admire that. And, um, you're spunk for, for this business and for, for life. And I'm just, I'm very lucky to know you and, blessed to call you a friend for sure. Oh, I feel the same way. I'm so lucky. We worked together twice and I've since tried to get you to come work for me at every other job I ever had. So, um, so the feeling's mutual. So and I would, in a heartbeat. <laughs> oh, well, thanks for being on the podcast. We're going to air our podcast every Tuesday. So, um, we're going to have a new guest on next week. Tune in for new hotel stories. This is Shireen's hotel stories. And, um, thanks so much for joining us. If you have a story to tell, please come on. We want to hear it. Um, like I said, you can bring a coworker on and we can hear both of you tell a story as well. If you have, um, some stories that you want to share with us, the website is www.hotelstoriespodcast.com. And you can find more information on how to get a hold of me and how to set up a time to be on hotel stories. So thank you everyone for listening and we will uh, be back next Tuesday.